Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome back to Not Another Mummy Podcast with me, Alison Perry. Hello and welcome to a special mini-series of the podcast, which will see me chatting to different people about their experiences of the coronavirus pandemic and the lockdown that we're all in. How are you doing? Um, We're in such uncharted territory here, aren't we, as parents? Um, in, In what felt like an overnight change, we went from normal family life to schools closing, parents working from home, home educating kids, keeping younger kids busy not being able to leave our homes. I don't know why I'm listing it all, because we're all living it. We all know what's happening right now. Um, But it feels like everyone's version of this is different, even though we're all going through the same thing. We've all got a bit of a different reality. And I think that it can help sometimes to hear from others and take a peek into their daily lives and see how they're coping and how they're supporting others. So my guests will range from someone who set up an emergency food hub to feed vulnerable people, to a home educator, to a doula supporting people through pregnancy and birth, and someone who's a total whiz at keeping small kids busy. But today I'm kicking off the mini-series with Anna Mather. As a psychotherapist and anxiety expert, Anna is passionate about taking therapy out of the therapy room. She empowers people to utilise simple techniques that will help them reframe the way that they think through her Instagram page and her hugely popular online courses on reframing anxiety and people-pleasing. She also recently launched her own podcast, The Therapy Edit, which is amazing. It's 10-minute episodes which offer insights and reflections to support your mental well-being. So clearly, anxiety is something that a lot of us are experiencing right now in so many different ways. So Anna is the perfect person to dig into all of this with and to give us some advice on how to cope. Anna, welcome. Thank you so much for being my first guest on this mini-series dedicated to shining a bit of a light on what we're all going through at the moment and chatting to people who can offer a little bit of help and insight. So thank you so much. Oh, thank you for having me. Um, So I guess your profession aside for a moment, how are you doing and how are you finding this whole lockdown and everything that goes with it? Oh man, it's such an interesting question, isn't it? Because I think we ask this 
each other, you know, we ask each other quite a lot, you know, how are you doing? Is everyone all right? How are you getting on? And you never really know quite how far to go into it. But in reality, I have had to work quite a lot on my temptation to do the whole emotional comparison thing of I shouldn't be finding this hard because so-and-so is going through this or so-and-so is working and, you know, I've got a good friend working on the front line in in a hospice at the moment. So I'm just having to constantly remind myself that this is uncharted territory and all feelings are very, are very valid and just to let them be. So we have, you know, we have good days, challenging days, good moments, really challenging moments where I found myself kind of looking longingly at the door wanting to do a bit of a runner. Um, but, you know, that's, I'm just kind of just, just going with it. It's a new normal. It's, it isn't normal. It's, you know, it just challenges so many of our normal coping mechanisms. And yeah, and I see my husband a lot. I'm not even really used to doing that. I see my kids that, you know, it's just, it's intense, isn't it? And I think to expect myself to respond to the daily challenges in a way that I might normally, when I have more space and I have more change in context, it's just not, yeah, it's not fair to expect those, I don't know, it's, it's not, not reasonable, is it? Well, no. It's interesting you saying about um, all emotions are valid. And mm. I think that's something that a lot of people have been wrestling with because yep. one minute we can be feeling, you know, really um, kind of anxious and we might be feeling, you know, quite frazzled by everything that's happening and like we're yeah. not coping. And then the next minute we feel guilty because we think, hang yeah. on a minute, you know, there are people out there still working and risking their lives and dealing with you know um ill the illness and yep. people around them being really ill and and dying and and here here I am worrying about you know feeling a bit overwhelmed yeah and I think this is so important to address and I think all of the years that I've ever kind of worked in in clinical practice in the therapy room you know the main challenge to our mental health is invalidating our own feelings and we play that game don't we we kind of compare our own situation with someone else's and often we end up kind of shaming ourselves for finding something hard shaming ourselves for for feeling overwhelmed when we know that you know, so, so-and-so or whatever we're watching on the news is, is a lot more challenging in, in completely different ways. And it just, it invalidates those emotions. And as soon as we do that, it's like getting a jug of water and chucking it over a dam. It doesn't go away. That emotion is, is still there. It just kind of gets, you know, shoved under the carpet to kind of trip us up later down the line or it comes out sideways when, you know, my husband's, done or forgotten to do something and then suddenly he gets this kind of seemingly out of proportion response from me <laughs> which is actually just the feelings that I told myself I shouldn't feel that's so, so true kind of, and yeah one, one piece of one piece of advice that I remember hearing on the radio a few years ago was I can't even remember who said it but it was basically if you've got an issue or a thing that you need to deal with the only way to, to deal with it is to go through it. Yeah. You you can go round it and try and avoid it, but it will still be there. Yeah. And I've always remembered that and thought, yeah, come on, just do the thing that, you, yeah. that you're putting off. Just deal with that thing that yeah. you are trying to ignore. I think it's also about trust, isn't it? It's about trusting that if you allow yourself to feel frustrated or you allow yourself to feel upset or overwhelmed we kind of have this fear that oh my goodness if I actually allow myself to feel overwhelmed I might never stop (laughs) this this might you know it will just it will feel too much when actually you know if we think of emotions like waves like they 
they kind of they peak and then and then they subside and it's yeah. just you know I think retrusting our emotions again because I think we're so hardwired to avoid pain like we don't like to feel pain we don't like to feel sad we don't like to feel overwhelmed so we kind of do what we can to to put it somewhere else but but as we know it's it's like then we end up with these really lumpy carpets that yeah you know are not so safe to tread around and yeah so there's a lot of value in just starting to trust those feelings which is a really hard thing to do isn't it yeah it comes with practice you know it comes with actually taking asking yourself you know and I don't think us mums do this very often is we're so intent on keeping an eye on everyone around us like are they hungry angry tired do they need a nap and we you know are they sad do they need a cuddle and we don't ever get into the habit of asking ourselves that same thing so we still have emotions we still have feelings and needs but they just kind of don't get the same attention and with children, we know that if they're having a moment or a tantrum, we, we trust that it will pass. We trust that that intensity of that moment, we just give them a cuddle, we just let them be how they are. And then, you know, they kind of regulate again. And it's starting to apply some of that, you know, reapply some of that understanding to ourselves and valuing our own emotions as much as we value those of, you know, those we're looking after and those around us. So... As mums at the moment, this is all a pretty nuts time, I think it's fair to say. Mm. I mean, we're already juggling so much. And to switch from the juggling to the balancing plates analogy, it feels like we're balancing plates and then someone's come along and just dumped 20 more plates on top, doesn't yeah. it? Absolutely. It, it's unprecedented times, isn't it? We're just all kind of scrabbling around to to find ways to make sense of something. You know, actually, I, I, I shared on social media that I was having really weird dreams. Mm. Um, just nightly, kind of nightly having dreams that, you know, sometimes are quite upsetting, sometimes are quite funny, but just really clear and really kind of, you know, those dreams that kind of stay with you for a little bit. And I, I was just, yeah. you know, chatting around and asking about and people were saying that they were getting, you know, experiencing the same thing. And then you do a bit of research and you find that there have been a few articles written on this. And it's because our brains are trying to process so much at the moment. You know, it's it's yeah. huge change that we're experiencing. And, you know, I think it's so important to have compassion for ourselves amidst it all. You know, mm. that the life is suddenly, our lives as we know it have changed beyond you know, in many ways beyond recognition. Our support networks look, you know, we're, we're having to access them very differently. Not everyone loves it, you know, multiple Skypes or FaceTimes every day. You know, not everyone has historically enjoyed talking on the phone and then suddenly that's all, that's all we have and it isn't the same. And there's a lot of kind of separation of families and family members and then worry about health. And it's, you know, there's so much more going on for us than than the day-to-day that we're that we're trying to kind of find our footing in and it's important for us to remember that 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 it's you know that there are there will be emotions there that deserve to be deserve to be acknowledged yeah yeah and there are so many different forms of anxiety at play here aren't there there's health anxiety anxiety over the news um, worrying about loved ones like you say missing you know loved ones especially with mother's day having kind of you know just just been 
you know, anxiety at not having freedom. So we're not really able to go about our daily lives and leave the house much at all. Yep. Like there are so many layers of anxiety here, aren't there? Absolutely. And I think it's, you know, it's also really helpful to remember that this is a grief. You know, it's a, it's a grief. And even though we may not have lost someone significantly in our life that we know, you know, at it's still it's a grief of life as we knew it it's a grief of you know for me there was a grief as I walked away from my son's nursery and knew that that was probably most likely his last day and I felt really sad you know I felt really sad about that for a good you know couple of days and when I think about it now I still feel sad because he didn't get his ending Mm. I've been walking down that path you know three times a week for four years because my older one went there as well. And, and then suddenly that's it. And we, and, you know, there were going to be so many forced endings for people and so many, you know, shifts in relationships and things like cancelled weddings and, you know, first birthdays that would normally be a family celebration and lots of those things. That actually, it's okay to feel sad because there's grief involved. There's grief involved in these little losses, big losses. Yeah. And it's funny you saying that, actually, because I went for a run last week and I I ran past my daughter's primary school yeah. and I had this wave of what I felt was grief kind yeah. of wash over me. And I really felt like it really took me by surprise. But I really felt like, you know, sad that here was this this, you know, place that we are so used to going to every single day. Yeah. And it's just not part of our routine anymore. It really it made me feel really sad. Well, I'm glad I'm glad you allowed yourself to feel that because, you know, I think so often we do the, you know, the emotional top trumps thing and we, we feel that wave of sadness and then we think, well, you know, I'm not so-and-so with their, with their kind of their grandparent in hospital at the moment. I'm not so-and-so who's, you know, going through this. So therefore I'll tuck it away. You know, I shouldn't be feeling that, you know, so it's, it's good to just let that, let that feeling be. Yeah, but it's funny because, um, you know, you're, you're talking about, you know, comparing ourselves to other people, but then we're also comparing ourselves at how well we're coping, aren't we? So yeah. I was suffering from this last week where I was scrolling social media oh. and it felt like everybody had their shit together. Yeah. And I was, as I was doing the scrolling, I was lying in bed under the duvet in the middle of the day, just feeling overwhelmed mm. by everything. Mm. And I felt like, how is everybody else having barbecues and they've got their paddling <laughs> pools out and they're having an amazing summer weekend and here's me just not yeah. able to hold it together. Yeah. And actually, <laughs> what I was seeing on social media, shock horror, wasn't really the truth. It wasn't, no. it wasn't everyone's reality. Yeah, but when we're feeling vulnerable, we tend to kind of hone in on the areas that other people are thriving in, in the areas that we're just surviving in. You know, that tends to be what we compare. When we're having a good day and we've got the barbecue out, we don't then scroll through social media and think, brilliant, look at all these other, you know, people with the barbecue out. We tend to look for things that will affirm what we're feeling at the time we look for them. So if I'm feeling like a failure because I, you know, I'm still not dressed and it's three o'clock and I've had one one glass of water and five coffees and half a chocolate egg for lunch and then I'm going on (laughs) and -and so-and-so's making you know, these beautiful salads for their children shaped into koala bears. You know, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go and see that through the lens of what I'm feeling, you yeah, know, at that, that is, time. And I, I, I think we need to check ourselves before we go on social media because 
And before we, you know, do that scrolling, do I, you know, am I okay? Am I, how am I going to feel when I see everyone else's highlights? Reality of it is we've probably all had moments that look like some kind of Pinterest lockdown experience. You know, I've had the arts and crafts stuff out a couple of times. <laughs> I'm but not it's a balanced typical... out, isn't it? In it reality, is, yeah. those moments are balanced out by those moments Absolutely. of feeling overwhelmed yeah. and kids saying I'm bored and us snapping at our kids, you know, unnecessarily and yeah. all of that stuff. Yeah. And I think the most important thing is just to, you know, to for you to be your cheerleader, for you to be the one that is kind and compassionate to yourself so that we're not kind of going on social media and looking to other people's experiences to affirm how good a job we're doing or how bad a job we're doing. It's just, you know, I've got to do my family, whatever that looks like from day to day and minute to minute, because this is my this is my reality. It's not even day to day, is it? It's, it's hour to hour, minute to minute. Yeah. Oh, um, gosh, absolutely. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. And with social media, it is quite tricky because as much as it's easy to say to someone, well, just don't look at it. At the mm. moment, more than ever, it, it's kind of like our, a lifeline. It's like that. Yeah. It's, you know, um, it's our window to the world. It's that way of communicating with people when communication has been locked down so much. Um, and I have seen people giving advice out saying, you know, just mute people. If someone's not making you feel good, you don't have to unfollow them. You don't have to take yourself off social media altogether. Just go through your account and just mute anyone that isn't making you feel good. Do you think that's good advice or do you think that's kind of shoving stuff under the carpet yeah. to trip you up later? I think it's, you know, I think it's really important. The language that we use around this is that person makes me feel or that person makes me feel like this. You know, that person makes me feel like a failure. That person makes me feel like I've not done enough. And actually, it's us. That's that's our own sense of worth that's been challenged. It's not that person's content. That person's content, another day you might find amazingly inspiring and it's like reading a magazine and you love it and it's a nice bit of escapism. So it's us that does the feeling not someone else doing the making if you know what I mean so that's so true yeah so it's just about I think it really is if you can ask yourself before you pick up that phone and a lot of the time like if I'm honest I didn't realize I've done it I look down and lo and behold there's Instagram (laughs) who put (laughs) that phone in my hand who did that (laughs) but it might even be that you move you make it a bit more intentional or so that you move the app somewhere that isn't easily within immediate reach so that you have to it takes a little longer to get there and then you can ask yourself is this what I need right now 
You know, and yes, if there are certain accounts that, and you know you're feeling vulnerable and the glossy ones, the, the you know, the picnicking in the garden and the camping and, or what, whatever it is that you are feeling triggered by. And I think that's the important language to use is that you are feeling triggered, not they are triggering you because they are not doing anything different to what they might have been doing yesterday and you might have loved. But, you know, it, it's just, it's being kind to yourself. And if you're coming away feeling insignificant and like you failed maybe it's not the healthiest place for you to go for as long as you go maybe limit time but yeah it's just knowing what knowing what is good for you it's, it's just taking that moment to get a bit of insight into into where you're at that feels like a really good coping mechanism that we can all probably put into place we could probably yeah. all do that and benefit what else can we do so when it's all feeling a bit overwhelming and a bit too much right now what other things can we do So gratitude is obviously a brilliant one. And there's a lot of chat about, you know, be grateful for the small things, be grateful for those conversations, be grateful for spending more time around your children. But then, and that is brilliant. And oh my goodness, it is so important to bring, you know, gratitude brings balance. It it draws our attention from what could go wrong to what is going right, you know, And, and it's a really helpful tool. However, where it is unhelpful is when we, we tell ourselves that we should not feel challenged or frustrated or like we're having a hard time because we should be feeling grateful and often I think if you know we all have those friends if we say I'm really I'm really struggling at the minute I'm finding this really hard and that they turn around and go well just look just look at the positives Mm. just look you know so I think it's a cultural thing as well it's a British thing we try and make things better for people by trying to avert their attention onto good things um and I think gratitude is so important at bringing balance, but don't use it as a stick to beat yourself around the bottom with when you're having a hard time. I've seen these, you know, a few of these, obviously it's it's meme city at the moment, isn't it? Yeah. It feels like, you know, everyone's mum and dad are sending them memes yeah. um, on WhatsApp for the first time ever. Um, but I did see something which was talking about how, you know, kids will look back at this time and all they'll remember is the fun they were having and the time they got to spend with mum and dad. But actually that just ended up making me feel even worse (laughs) because I felt like, oh my God, like I should be cherishing every lockdown moment rather than than struggling and feeling overwhelmed. But we totally (laughs) overlook the complexity of emotion, don't we, when we do that? We totally (laughs) overlook the complexity of what it means to suddenly have your world look completely different in the space of, you know, a few a few days, a few hours it was really, you know. And, and I think it's my favourite technique at the moment is to remind myself and, and. I can feel so grateful and like I want to run away a bit. I yeah. can feel so blessed to have my home and my garden when so many people don't have a garden step out to. And I can find it really hard doing the, you know, feeling like I'm doing the same thing over and over and over again, you know, and it's okay to feel these really seemingly conflicting emotions, you know, just because you're having a hard day doesn't mean you're not, you're not grateful. You can have, you can feel, you know, you can feel both. And I, um, I remembered suddenly, you know, when these kind of these long historical, you know, moments of years gone by kind of come back to you and they teach you something. Well, you know, at the beginning of all of this and I was kind of trying to gratitude my way out of finding it hard. 
I remembered, you know, this moment when I was about 10 and my we lost my sister when she was really young and we were we were rolling down this beautiful hill in this graveyard where we'd recently kind of we'd recently buried her and my brother and I were laughing and we were having such a wonderful time in that moment like with grass on our on our clothes and like walking around dizzily and it just reminded me you know you can have loss and fear and confusion and and joy and gratitude and fun like they can reside together like yeah. it's it's okay to feel those things together and I think we can learn that from our kids like we see them don't we one minute they're having an amazing time the next minute they're on the floor kind of tantruming about something the next minute they're laughing the next and they're just letting it be they're not saying yeah. oh no but I should I was upset about you know Oscar took my toy and I should still be angry or maybe he still is a bit angry but maybe he's also finding something funny and actually that's that's okay yeah um, and you mentioned your husband earlier. Navigating this as a couple is pretty mm. intense, isn't mm. it? Um, have you got any tips on not wanting to scream at your partner? Because oh. it's the tiny things right oh, now that are man. bothering us. Like my my husband hates the way I stack the dishwasher, and it really bugs <laughs> me that he'll leave his wine glass by the sofa at the end of the night, and the next morning it's still there. It's like those tiny little things that actually don't matter that build up. Mm. Yeah, I think it's emotional displacement is a really good thing to know about so it it's when we lump the bigger emotions onto the little things in order to just get them out so I always think of the moments when I'm really hormonal and I'm just feeling really irritable and really I don't know a bit low and then suddenly the cereal box falls out of the cupboard and I'm like oh my goodness oh you know and it just sent it just makes it I have an out of proportion response and I think sometimes you know it that's what happens in our relationships is that actually we've got a lot of emotion going on at the moment that we're not having time to process or we're not valuing enough so that when there is an opportunity to have a little outburst and kind of you know let it out sideways we we take it so it's not always that much about the wine glass in the morning whilst irritating sometimes the response that we're having is just that emotion that has just been tucked away and is you know is it's pressure isn't it it's just kind of letting off a bit of pressure I keep telling myself we're on the same team we're on the same team because (laughs) in those in those moments it's so it's it's easy to feel like one person against the other isn't it and and actually it's just you know saying asking yourself does it actually matter I mean yeah it's really annoying but does it does it actually matter and and will it drive a wedge between us because then does it come about that and you against me and you know we're on the same team and we need to be you know really try and be on the same team in this even though at moments it's very tempting to kind of square up against each other to let some of that frustration out it's about picking our battles isn't it yeah it is it it shouldn't really be about picking battles it should be more about choosing not to fight certain battles yeah what what's worth the energy you know yeah and and is our response actually signaling to us that there's more going on for us emotionally so anna what um what small silly things are you doing each day to help you survive this because it is about survival isn't it like you know this really isn't about cherishing every lockdown moment this is about just getting through the day yeah so i am keeping in touch with friends 
you know, just just little bits here and there throughout the day. Just I find it quite grounding. I, I never get to kind of do. I just thought I was going to be doing all these wonderful phone calls with people that we were going to be doing. Fo- I mean, that's just not happened. Everyone's got their hands full. So just those little check ins with the people that, you know, won't take. Yeah, I'm fine for an answer. You know, the people that historically you've always gone a little bit deeper with or. Just, yeah, just to let them be there and that you can be there for one another. It's really important. For me also, this is a massive challenge on my, uh, I've got this covered, I'm fine. I've got all the personal resources to manage everything. Is that at those moments where I am literally really struggling to maintain my composure with the children um, is to shout for help (laughs) and back up. And I'm very privileged to to have that at home, you know, that my husband is here that I can lean on him but it might be that actually in that moment you just step away and you quickly call a friend for a little SOS you know chat quickly I just you know I need I need to hear your voice I need to know that I'm not on my own I'm not the only person finding this hard I need you to kind of pull me back off that that shouty shouty ledge yes yeah that sounds really sensible yeah, just little things. And for me, also trying to be trying to fit my exercise in, because for me, that that is a really it's always been really good for my mental health. Going to bed at a normal time. I don't know about you, but I found that really challenging. I think I've stayed up later to get more space. I'm the opposite. By 9pm, I'm falling asleep on the sofa. I think That's my brain... I normally like. <laughs> I normally like, honestly. I think, I think I'm so exhausted from just navigating my yeah. way through the day that by 9pm I'm just like done Can't string for. a sentence together. That's what, honestly, no. that's what I'm normally like. But at the moment I feel, like, I feel like I've been pushing through that purely just to get some grown-up space mm. uh, because I haven't, you know, can't really get it in the day. And then I'm going to bed at kind of half 11. I mean, I haven't <laughs> seen those times for ages. That's just crazy. <laughs> but, but then, you know, but then I'm knackered. And then it's counterproductive because, you know, I'm less likely to be able to respond to the kids in a way that I might like to or, you know, it makes me grumpy because I'm really tired and... Yeah, I can't so imagine you grumpy, Anna. Oh, I just, I gosh. don't believe you. Really? <laughs> oh, man, you should have... A, we'll, get, we'll get my husband down from his... Uh, where he is and we'll, we'll get him to <laughs> give a few words on that. But <laughs> um, what, what would you say you're most looking forward to doing when all of this is over when life is returned to normal, if yeah. if that's ever going to happen, just uh, play dates. I never mm. thought that would be what it was, but honestly, it's just doing motherhood alongside other mums. Just yeah. you know, even when it's chaos, and even when we can't even finish a full sentence without getting interrupted, it's doing chaos together. And I think actually, I'm I never realised quite how much that gave me until I can't do it. Yeah. You know, um, so face, FaceTime with kids, play dates. Have you done it? Have you tried that? It's so awkward. They it's just really kind of, hard. They just look at my kids. They just stare at each other. Like, they really want to FaceTime. But then when they're actually there on the screen, they're just, like, kind of grinning awkwardly. And you're trying to facilitate this conversation between, you know, five-year-olds. I've had to coach <laughs> my nine-year-old on yeah. how to have video calls. Because, like like you say, she was just staring. and, and Yeah. And I, was, I would be whispering from behind the screen going, ask a question, yeah. ask, ask how they are. Breakfast. Yes. What did you have for breakfast? But isn't Anything. that interesting? We've got this whole generation of kids who are learning yeah. these new skills. Yeah. So, you know, we've got to look on the, on the positive side. Absolutely. Absolutely. Listen, Anna, yeah. where can people find you online if they want to hear more from you and get more kind of tips and tricks from you? 
Yeah, so I'm on Instagram a lot of the time um, and just under Anna Martha, boringly. And then I've got a website and that has, it's got a a course on anxiety that you can do at home and people pleasing. These are two of my favourite topics. So those go a lot more into kind of this and like really starting to value, value and validate and learn how to kind of move through some of these emotions and anxieties, which are so, gosh, just really prevalent right now aren't they they just feel very big for some of us yeah yeah it really does thank you so much for being my guest today it has been a joy to talk to you thank you for having me i've loved it thank you softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big.